It's time for the ESPN UP Coaches Show. We talk to all five coaches around Marquette County and get their thoughts on their upcoming Week Five matchups. And as always, we start with Westwood head coach Scott Sergula. Coach, what a win for you and your guys Friday night against Ishpeming. I know you've been asked this question a lot over the last week or so, but how big was it for you and your program getting that victory? Well, it, you know, it, it, it's huge. Um, uh, Ishpeming is a good football program. Uh, I think they're a good football team. Uh, we were able to uh, take advantage of some things that maybe we saw in their defense and uh, we were able to capitalize on those and, you know, but to be honest, to, to, for us to shut them out, um, our, our defense played, uh, absolutely tremendous. They really did. Uh, they stuck to the game plan. Um, you know, we played four quarters of football for the most part, mistake free. Um, and, uh, a good, good positive result happened. The hot start that you guys got off to, a long touchdown drive, 60 yards in five minutes. Was that kind of the tone setter for the rest of the night? Yeah, I think it was, actually. You know, I, um, you know, for as big a team as they are, and, uh, you know, they're well-coached, and, um, you, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure. I knew that maybe if we uh, took advantage of some things, and, um, you know, I was actually hoping that, you know, we had to get maybe two or three stops in the game and we might be able to win. But, um, you know, we we stopped them every time and, you know, kept them out of the end zone. And, um, you know, and I've been on the other end of that, you know, where for them things kind of snowballed a little bit. They, you know, threw an interception, had a fumble, threw a pick six, you know, things kind of snowballed for them and we were able to capitalize on them. But I, I can't say enough about our kids. Um I'm extremely proud of them, and I think it is. I think it's huge for for our district, for our football program, um, you know, to maybe, so to speak, get that monkey off our back a little bit and, um, you know, that uh, we're head, headed maybe in the right direction and our program's improving every year. With that victory, do you feel like your program's in a different place now as compared to when we talked a week ago? Well, I, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it is. It, you know, everybody talks about it. You know, hey, when are we going to beat Ishpeming? Can we beat Ishpeming this year? You know, and it's a, it's a cross-town rival, and, and, you know, let's be honest, let's call it spade a spade. They've owned us for the past 20 years. I mean, that's unreal. Um, and, uh, you know, I was on the other side of it for 15 of those years. And, um, you know, the last five years, it, we came close last year. We had too many mistakes, and, um, the previous year was a forfeit on their part, and you know, and uh, this year, I, I, I was really happy because it wasn't not only Ishpeming, but I mean, it was a game that was kind of a toss-up. You know, you go into Iron Mountain, game kind of a toss-up. We have three huge mistakes in the third quarter. We give up three long touchdown passes. Uh, we have two big huge mistakes uh, in Calumet. We lose fourteen to eight. Um, you know, and I'm trying to get these kids saying, okay, when is it our time? When's it going to be us? And we got to stop with the mistakes and we got, you know, play four quarters of football and, you know, start winning those toss-up games. And, uh, you know, that, that's a feather in our kids' cap. They, they came to play and uh, they responded well. Well, Coach, an outstanding effort by your defense. In the last couple of games against two really good teams that combined 14 points allowed, but your line play on Friday night against Ishpeming, you were outsized, not outmanned, though. Tell me about your guys' effort up front. 
I tell you what, our line starts with uh, Matthew Pavel at center. Um, really smart, heavy kid. Uh, helps our other guys out on the line. Uh, you know, sometimes we got, uh, you know, uh, a, a sophomore or two sophomores up there and a junior, uh, you know, and, and he's he's helping them out. And, you know, Jackson Bidlin, who, um, you know, was with, with us last year. He's a senior. You know, then it goes to him, and he helps get those guys out and kind of just trickles down from there. Um, we're getting more senior leadership uh, these last couple weeks, I thought. Um, you know, and that, that sometimes that takes it takes a little bit of time. I, I, you know, I'm hoping that we kind of hit a little bit of a groove here, and we're kind of starting to figure out who we are and what we can do, what we're capable of. Um, you know, and if if we can play like that hard uh, every game and uh, be ready and be prepared like that every game, um, you know, uh, win or lose, in my eyes, we're successful. Coach, coming into that game, Taylor Delangelo was 7 of 14 through the year. That game alone, he was 10 of 20. He had 170 yards passing through the first three games, 156 on Friday night. Do you feel like your passing attack is a legit weapon for you going forward? Three things can happen when people pass, and two of them are bad. <laughs> um, no, it's, you know, everybody kind of gives me a hard time. You know, I guess I'm from the. Uh, school of Jeff Olson where we like to run the ball. I'm still a believer in that. Um, you know, we're going to try to find ways to run our ice and slant and run the football. And, um, you know, this year we're a little bit different. You know, we added the element of uh, Pullman, you know, with the jet sweep and uh, you have so much speed. We try to get them out there. And uh, sometimes that works for us, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but, you know, another kid who stepped up. Um, recently is Mason Mariusa. Uh, you know, he had he didn't have the big long touchdown catches that uh, you know, Eric or that had, but um, you know, Eric's not only a good runner, uh, Eric's a really good receiver too. And then of course we have Pullman. Uh, but then, you know, you add Mason Mariusa into the mix. I mean he caught some I think he had five catches and they were they were big catches. Some of them were on second and long, third and long, um, you know, and got us some first downs and uh, he has really good hands. He ain't the fastest kid in the world, but I tell you what, he's a wonderful kid, wonderful young man. Um, you know, he works hard in practice. He'll do anything you ask. Uh, you know, and that he deserves everything that he gets because uh, he works hard for it. And uh, I couldn't be happier for Mason. So you add, start adding those elements in. You got three receivers, and you know, and we also brought in Zach Carlson. You know, we missed Mason on a wide open nine route. Uh, early in the first half, and then right before the half ended, uh, Zach Carlson was wide open in the back of the end zone, and we overthrew him. And, uh, you know, so we, we possibly could have had two more there. And um, But but it starts with the run game, our, our play action, you know, whether we're uh, faking a run and then pulling up and trying to hit somebody or faking a jet sweep or something. Uh, you know, it, you have to establish that run game and have to be a threat as a running team because um, we're not just a spread them out, chuck the ball around type of team. Uh, it might have looked like that on Friday, but, I mean, uh, you know, what they I guess what they call RPOs, I guess, and, you know, we wanted uh, Taylor to do that a little bit, and, um, and uh, it worked out. 
I'm glad you brought up Mariuta because he had a monster game, especially in the first half, and really helped open up your playbook. You mentioned to me that seniors make senior plays when we talked earlier this season, and that's what your seniors did on Friday night. It seemed like every time Ishpeming was mounting an answer that you had a response for it. Ty Alderton recovering the fumble right before halftime, interceptions to start the second half by Anderson and by Delangelo. If you could speak to your seniors and how they've stepped up in key moments. Uh, we put the I put the pressure on our seniors. They're they're our leaders. They're our experienced guys. Uh, they're the ones that have been with me in the program now, um, and you know I've gone through it. Know the expectations, and um, I got on them a little bit the early, early in the year that uh, we weren't quite getting the leadership out of them that we needed, and uh, we're continuously talking about it. Um, you know, but th- I tell you what, those kids they they stepped up, and they're great kids. They're wonderful, wonderful kids. And uh, they're fun to coach. They're fun to be around. They work their butts off. Uh, they work their butt off all summer long, lifting, trying to get stronger. Um, and, it, you know, it, it paid off. It paid off. I mean, a lot of people didn't give us a chance, I guess. I, I didn't think anyway it seemed like maybe going into that game because uh, Ishpeming's line, Ishpeming line was so dominant. Um, you know, but uh, our, our seniors stepped up and, and uh, you know, I mean, we had, we had some sophomores too that that were in the mix and some juniors and and so our kids are starting to gel and um, ho- hopefully we're starting to find our group. But uh, I'm happy for our seniors. I really am. Well, coach, let's look ahead to week five. It's homecoming week for you. Tell me about this week of practice. Uh, it's a trap game. Manistique is better than advertised. Um, there's a reason that they uh, almost beat Nagani, almost beat West Iron County. Uh, they pounded Gwynn. Um, you know, and in uh, a touchdown called back, Manistique would have beat Ishpeming. And uh, they're right there. This is a playoff game for them, um, you know, because I think they probably think they can win out with their schedule. And uh, they're, But they're at three losses right now, so they got to win this one and uh, to try and make the playoffs. Uh, I think arguably they probably have the best running back in the UP. And Skylar Anderson, kid's huge. Fast, he can cut. He has great vision. Uh, he can throw the football. Uh, number seven for him and number eighty are really good receivers. Number seven runs their cross trap a lot. Eighty's good at tight end. Fourteen uh, is a solid receiver. You know, and they got some good blockers up front. They got some uh, H backs or B backs as we call them. Uh, number twenty and number nine now is back. I see him on film and number forty-four. And they have a solid team. And uh, what they do is their offense actually is. Um, a lot like ours, you know. They're what people call the wildcat. They snap it to Anderson and they go. And uh, you add homecoming into that mix. You add, uh, you know, just beating Ishpeming for the first time in 20 plus years. Um, you know, this is a trap game for us. So I'm, you know, that, that's, in my opinion, that's that's uh, that's uh, ups and downs of football. I mean, it, uh, the upside is, you know, hey, we won. We're hopefully riding that high wave and. You know, but uh, the other adages, old adages, you know, what have you done for me lately? Um, you know, we, we come out and uh, we got to be prepared for Manistique because they're, they're, they're a physical football team. they got speed to match ours, and they're bigger than us. Um, you know, so this game worries me. And uh, so we're, we're back to the grind this week and working hard and, and trying not to let up off the gas. You mentioned that they can run out of the wildcat. They got a lot of different weapons offensively. They can throw the football. Is it about containment? What's the key for your defense? You know, if you 
the, the offense is nice in the fact that it's tough to stop and the fact that you gotta you can't just key on Anderson. I mean, obviously he's their focal point. I don't think he's rushed for under 200 yards yet in the game. Um, you know, and you, you gotta uh, you gotta stop him. But if you focus too much on him, they run the cross traps with number seven, or like us, they'll fake like he's gonna run and he'll pull back and roll out, and then he'll you know RPO it. And uh, you know, and seven, uh, I compare seven all week to our Pullman. Uh, he's just as fast, and kind of um, wiry, built the same, and uh, really good hands, really good receiver. Uh, they run cross trap with him. Uh, number two for him too. He's their fullback. They've been running him a little bit more with uh, Anderson blocking, you know. So they're not always going to go, you know, uh, snap the ball right to Anderson. They'll snap it to number two, and and uh, Anderson will be the fullback and lead through. And that's a big kid. He's got to be six one, six two, two twenty, two fifteen, um, you know. And uh, he's got a lot of speed. He's, he might be as fast as Pullman, and. Uh, um, he's going to be tough to stop. This is a game that, that uh, I'm concerned about. How about defensively? What kind of scheme will Manistique show you? Uh, so far, they've been kind of in a forefront. Uh, you know, they'll mix it up a little bit uh, with their one and three tags. They'll sometimes give you two, three tags, and uh, they'll shoot their tackles in, shoot them out, shoot their ends in, shoot their ends out. They'll blitz the backers inside and outside. Uh, they guess a little bit, uh, gamble a little bit with their blitzes. Uh, we got to be able to pick those up and um, you know, so it, uh, it, we, that's what we've been working out this week. Well, Coach, I know that you've been doing this a few years. It's not foreign to you, but how do you balance homecoming week and keeping the focus on Friday night? Um, I coach football, and, you know, I tell the kids that, that uh, we can't get involved too much in the hoopla. You know, you want them to enjoy it. Um, you know, it's, it's their homecoming. They, they should enjoy it. It's part of the high school experience. Um, but at the same time, homecoming isn't very fun if we go out and lose Friday night. And uh, so we got to take care of our, our business, and, you know, that's part of the sacrifice of being a football player too, you know, and you gotta you got to take care of what you got to take care of, and that's winning a football game on Friday night. Scott Sergil is the head football coach at Westwood. His team getting set to welcome Manistique for homecoming. Appreciate the time as always, Serge. Best of luck. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Tanner. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UB. At Eagle Mine, their competitive advantage is directly related to the caliber of their people. They attract, develop, and reward people who have the passion to make a significant contribution to the continued growth of their business. They don't just work here, they live here. They raise their families here. More than 75% of their people were born and raised in the Upper Peninsula, and they are proud to still call it home. If you would like to be a part of a team that is redefining the way the mining industry protects the environment, safeguards its people, and strives to be the best community partner, they encourage you to explore their job opening opportunities by visiting eaglemine.com forward slash careers. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjorkins Alki Funeral Home. The student athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year there is a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjorkins Alki Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. 
Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Time now to talk with Ishpeming head coach George Nimi as his team gets set for Nagani this weekend. Coach, a tough one last week. What was your message to the guys after the Westwood game? Well, the big message was that it was only one game and, uh, you know, nothing that we, we can't fix, you know, and, uh, you know, one game doesn't define us. And, uh, you know, we got to take a look at the film and we have to go into practice on Monday, Monday and, and, and get better. Well, Coach, it seemed like turnovers were the big killer. You put together some really good drives late in the first half and then a fumble, a couple of early drives in the third quarter, and then a couple of interceptions. Did you feel like you were in the game, save for a few mistakes? Uh, first half, uh, you know, first half, uh, going into halftime, you know, being down 16 or nothing, you know, we, 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 we felt we, uh, we fought well, um, you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, we thought we could make an adjustment. We made that adjustment, of course, but... Uh, we come out in the, you know, for the second half kickoff and, uh, you know, our first possession or Westwood's first possession where we only got 10 guys out there. So that's a, you know, a mental mistake on our part. And, uh, you know, of course we got burned for a long touchdown pass. Well, coach, right before halftime, you make the goal line stand, you go into half down just two scores. Did you feel like a little momentum came from that stop? We did. Yeah, we did. And we were, once again, you know, we were confident, uh, you know, going into the locker room, you know, just down 16 to nothing, not where we want to be. But we were confident that we could uh, make an adjustment and come back and, uh, and uh, you know, and, and, and get a better second half. Well, time to turn the page, move on to week five. Tell me about this week in practice. Well, this you know, this week we've had a good week of practice. Um, you know, we, we came in with, uh, you know, of course, after uh, watching film, uh, you know, on the Westwood game, made some adjustments and uh, some of our lineup points for defense. And, uh, and uh, you know, we were, uh, we, we've had a good uh, three days of practice so far. Coach, how about your senior class? How'd they respond after the first loss? You know, of course they were angry. They were mad and, uh, which, which is, which is good. Um, you know, but again, you know, the, the, the response you want is you don't want them hanging their heads and, and you really want them to understand that it's just one football game and, uh, um, you know, made a lot of mistakes and, uh, all fixable mistakes. Um, you know, not taking anything away from Westwood, of course. Um, you know, they, 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 they had, uh, great team speed. Coach Sergio had a good game plan going in. Um, hats off to those guys, but uh, you know, seniors were seniors were good. Seniors were leaders. Well, coach, another big one coming up this weekend. It's rivalry weekend again. As you've got Nagani, tell me about the miners. The miners, of course, once again, it's a great rivalry. Uh, rivalry for uh, for Ishmael. You know, we go, uh, we're running the gauntlet right now. We got you know Westwood last week, Nagani this week, win next week. So we're running Marquette County right now. But uh, you know, of course, Nagani once again, well coached. Led by a four-year or a three-year starter, um, Jason Waterman. Um, you know they've got big, big line. You know we got we got our work kind of cut out for us. Well, coach, what advantages will you bring to the table against them? Well, you, you know the advantage, of course. You know they've got their three third-year starting quarterback. We've got you know a line that's been uh, you know starting for us for three years. Um, you know our offensive line, of course, is one of our strengths. Our defensive line is one of our strengths. Um, you know, so we bring that experience in with us. 
Tell me about this rivalry, Coach. You've been a part of it for many years. This will be your first season as the varsity coach for it. Tell me about what this rivalry means to the community. Yeah, again, you know, I mean, this is just one of those games where you need to get to the field, you need to watch it. Um, the kids, you know, once again, they're, they, they've been playing against each other for years, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, whatever it is. You know, the, you know, the kids and the coaches have been uh, playing and coaching against other, each other for many years. Healthy rivalry, um, a lot of respect for the coaching staffs down there, a lot of respect for the athletes. Um, so it's just a great rivalry. It's a, just a great game to come out and get. Well, Coach, let's talk schemes. What will Nagani do offensively? Well, I mean, if, if uh, you know, the film we've seen, if anything, you know, past, if the past history is an indicator, um, you know, we're going to see uh, a lot of their read option. You know, we're going to see option. And we're going to see option. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, the, we're going to see it out of multiple, uh, multiple formations. Defensively, what do they bring to the table? Uh, good linebackers, big line, great secondary. Um, you know, once again, athletes all over the place. Well, Coach, you talked about some of their advantages, what they'll bring to the table. You've touched on it a little bit, but any other keys to the game on Friday? You know, I, I guess, you know, going back to, you know, our our, our philosophy, our, our stick to it here of, you know, for, for the whole year is, uh, you know, we want to control the line of scrimmage, you know, offense and defense. Um, I still think we can do that. And, uh, you know, we just need to play our game. You know, we're going to be a smash mouth football team, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust. And, uh, you know, if we can stick to that, we'll be, we'll, we, we should be okay. George Nimi is the head football coach at Ishpeming. His team takes on Nagani this weekend. Appreciate the time as always, George. Best of luck. Yeah, thank you very much. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP. Your business is unlike any other. That's why at MBank, our business banking team works with you one-on-one -on -one to design personalized savings and lending solutions for your business's unique needs. We're here to help your business run efficiently today and build for an even stronger tomorrow. Set your business up for success with MBank. We're here to help you find the right solution. MBank, community-focused, client-driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Gwynn Middletowner football with head coach Dion Brown. His team getting set to take a trip up to Houghton for week five. Coach, let's put the finishing touches on week four. A hot start for your guys against Hancock. They come back late to win 27-12. to At one point they had a pick six when you were driving. They got on the scoreboard with that. Did that feel like the turning point in the game to you? Yeah, it was because we was, it was second down. I was on the 10-yard line, and we worked our – snag route concept all week and I told Martel that he has the flare out and he pretty much didn't and when the quarterback didn't read the outside linebacker and it was I think it was Solani who had a 95 yard interception return for a touchdown so that changed the whole momentum because you can go up three scores on the team and there was two minutes left to go in the second quarter oh man you know that kind of almost put him away but you know, they kept fighting, they kept fighting, and we kept making little mental mistakes, and there you go. That's another L for us. What was the message to the team afterwards? Was it the mental mistakes, things like that? Yeah, and I told them. I said, guys, you know, you could play with anybody, but 
the young young mistakes is, is killing us. And uh, maybe that's because we just, you know, so young, a lot of sophomores and juniors, a lot of guys who haven't played varsity. But it's just the little mistakes is killing us, and it seems it's finding us at the at the at the right time. Well, coach, turning the page and going to week five. Tell me about this week in practice as you gear up for Houghton. Oh, it's been the same. It's been the same. Same intensity. Same everything. Just going over things that uh, you know, the mistakes, and they all mistakes that we can fix. It's just we got to be consistent and you know doing doing the right thing, and don't take plays off. Um, well, you know we count it. When we watched film, we counted a lot of kids taking plays off, and that pick six was one of the plays off. So that's what we've been working on in practice. What does Houghton look like, Coach? Oh, big, uh, big fullback. Rarely big fullback. I think he's like a three-year starter there. Uh, some good, good-sized linemen, really good athletes on the outside in those wings. Um, just. Just got to hold on to the ball. Uh, I've seen a lot of turnovers these past two weeks from him. Um, so it didn't like a few guys out of position. But, I mean, they're, they're a team. You know, we thought that same thing last year, and they came and beat us almost by 40 points. So we just got to be consistent at what we do and uh, see can we get a win. And they've got a first-year starting quarterback. What are you noticing out of him? Oh, uh, He's very athletic. He loves to throw on a run. We got to try to keep him in the pocket. I think he's better when he's on the run and when they run that waggle play. So we got to uh, we got to just try to contain him and keep him inside the pocket. Don't let him get outside, and that's what we've been that's what we've been working on. Well, we know their fullback has size. What about their line? Line is okay. This like, probably the second week in a row uh, where we're gonna face a line that's as big as us. Um, you can see. Not that fundamental, but big and strong. Want to get a hold of you and drive you. So, and then they try to run that trap play. So we got to take a lot of those things away and keep. Uh, I think I think he's number sixteen, a good fullback. So, what about on the defensive side? What will Houghton bring to the table? Ah, man, you know it's kind of weird when you play us because we spread you out team. So I'm pretty sure they're probably going to show some fifty, uh, some forty, like they did in the scrimmage. Uh, when when Iron Mountain spread them out two weeks ago, they kind of stayed in the 50 a little bit. But uh, we're looking at 40, 50. Lyman love to get up the field. Uh, some pretty good tackling in the secondary that I was impressed with. Um, we just got to catch the ball, run great routes, and go from there. Are there a team that can get in and out of that 40, 50, throw you some different looks pretty yes, seamlessly? Yes, they can. And we, we've seen it all. I mean, every week we've seen teams going to jump into a 40. We've seen the 30 here and there. Uh, so we, we, we practice for all that stuff. It ain't nothing that nobody really can do. We practice, you know, against the blitz and everything. So we've got all that taken care of. Uh, the biggest thing for us is just stay consistent in what we do and you know, and talk and communicate with, communicate with each other. Well, Coach, tell me about the guys' mood right now. What's the mood in the locker room? It's, it's, it's been the same. It's, it's, it's still the same, still that positive vibe, you know, bringing that positive energy every day. Uh, we had a few kids sick this week, but, you know, they should be fine today. Uh, everybody's clear to play. Everybody's healthy. Uh, just guys is going, going hard. You know, we, we know we're right there. And the biggest thing, like I was saying earlier, the biggest thing is just those mistakes. We're making mistakes. I mean, Hancock is a really good team, and you got a chance to go up three scores on them, stopped them on offense, pretty much held them in that first half. The only points they scored was a, a, a pick six. 
you know, so we right there, we just making those young mistakes. And if we can get out of get out get out of our own way, we'll be fine. Deion Brown is the head football coach at Gwynn, his team taking on Houghton in week five. Appreciate the time as always, Deion. Best of luck. We'll talk soon. Hey, thank you. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN UP. Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm EJ Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Hi, I'm Mark Stonerock, the Outreach Coordinator and Certified Athletic Trainer for the Sideline to Sideline Sports Medicine Program. So one of the nice things about the Sideline Program is that we all try to abide by to a same-day or next-day coverage. So there is no waiting. There's no, uh, we have an appointment in two weeks, but uh, the athletic trainer will contact the medical practitioner's office, and we try to get you in at least within the next day, and that really expedites the whole program. And it takes a little worry out of the patient's hands and out of the parent's hands and gets them right into the track where they need to be. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Marquette Redmen football with head coach Eric Mason. Coach, we never got the chance to talk last week because a really unusual set of circumstances pushed your game back to Saturday. But what a win for you and your guys taking down the third-ranked team in Division 4, 17-14. How you feeling after that big win? <laughs> Pretty darn good. Uh, any win is good. Uh, this one was, took a little extra, so yeah, it was... Uh, very gratifying, and I'm just happy for the kids. Well, Coach, let me see if I got this right. To set the scene for our listeners who may not know, you were up in the third quarter, and a transformer blew. They had to postpone the game and resume it Saturday. Did that present its own set of circumstances or challenges? We were out. Actually, we were up in the – it was we, – we called it at half. So we were up at half, 10 to 7, and then at that time it got dark and they decided to come back. And yeah, it, it was, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, the kids handled it the best of anybody. Uh, you know, originally they were, we were talking about the different times and whatnot, and the kids wanted to go early. And obviously, whatever they want to go, I'm going to ask to do. And, and we did, and they just handled it. Uh, I can't even, uh, you know, thank them enough or, or credit them enough for how they handled it. When they got off the bus Saturday morning, did it seem like it took them a little bit to get back in rhythm, or did they seem to just pick up right where they left off? It seemed like they, you know, that this team that, uh, you know, I've said this to them each game, uh, they're, they stay even. Um, you know, they, they don't get too high, they don't get too low, and that's, that's a real, uh, obviously a positive thing for something like this to happen. It, it was almost to the point when I, you know, was sitting home Friday night and obviously not sleeping, and was just worried about that. But to be honest with you, when they got off the bus, they got out on the field, and they they literally did pick up where they left off. Well, Coach, tell me about that game itself. Tell me about your guys on the offensive side of the ball and what you saw out of them. Well, you know, we we, we had a very good start, and we had, you know, throughout the first half, uh, we we dropped a couple. We had a cut. We had a a drop in the end zone uh, for a touchdown, and we missed a long uh, pass to Drew Weibel. So we had a lot of opportunities that, you know, I felt confident throughout, you know, the game because 
you know, our defense was, for the most part, uh, in the first half, other than four minutes, basically um, handled Escanaba and, and, and stopped what they were throwing at them. And then it wasn't until the end of the half when, you know, we gave up a, a drive and they got their first score. So I, I was very happy with our effort. Uh, you know, we were, we, we still, we've got to run the ball better. But, you know, we're, each week we're picking up uh, and getting better, you know, although it may be small steps, but we're still going forward and we're still getting better. Coach, how about your defensive effort holding a team like Eski to 14 points? No, I was extremely happy with that. Um, again, it, we're, we've got a lot of team speed, um, and, you know, the kids, like I told them, you know, hey, we're going from, you know, turf to grass. But last time I checked, if you're fast on turf, you're going to be fast on grass. So we proved that, and you know we got a we got a turnover uh, early in the game. Uh, Drew Weibel got an interception, um, and then in the in the uh, the second part of the game on Saturday, they had some key stops at the end of the game on some fourth down plays that were, were crucial, obviously, in, in in getting us the win. So. Overall, just happy with everyone's efforts, and, and it was just a great win. Well, Coach, back-to-back years with wins over Escanaba. Tell me about the Marquette-Esky rivalry being a part of it, especially with you being from there. Yeah, that adds a little bit more to it. Myself, along with, with Coach Flynn, I mean, we'd be lying to you if we didn't say that going into these weeks, you know, the game means a little bit more because it obviously does. Um, it, it's kind of a strange situation because being from there, I have a lot of friends who have kids on the team. And other than when we're playing them, I'm rooting for those guys. And so, you know, and, but yet then when you're playing them, it, it goes the opposite way. So it, it's become somewhat of a, I, I think it's, I'm, I'm never going to say that it'll ever replace because it never will replace the Nagani uh, rivalry with, with Marquette, but it, it's taken its, its, you know, place as far as giving us something extra to look forward to, and I know the kids get up for it. At any point in that game, did you feel like there was some kind of turning point where momentum shifted in your favor and you felt like it was yours to lose after that? Well, you know, I, I think the, the, the that's when we punted, Drew Weibel, when he punted, and, you know, the Escanaba kid who had a great game, uh, he he dropped the punt, and, and from that was huge. I mean, that was that was a big point in the. Uh, I keep referring to it as the second part of the game, but the second day, and a- after that, I, I always had confidence that our kids would come through. It, it was it was kind of odd because as soon as they scored in the second game, and they went up fourteen ten. It, it was at no point did I think that we weren't going to score. So. You know, but that that punt was huge, and you know it's unfortunate that the the young man you know dropped it. But obviously, I'm happy for it. And then we just capitalized from there. It was a little bit of an extended halftime break for you. What adjustments did you make over the course of that almost half day? <laughs> Our biggest thing was, you know, the the nice thing, and it kind of sounds odd, but on the way home we had time to review the first half film, and then on the bus ride home you know, basically go through things with kids that, that we saw that we needed to improve on and adjust defensively, uh, you know, towards the end of the half, they basically lined up in a power eye and landed at us. And that was 
what I thought we were going to get more of on Saturday. So we were able to, to shut that down. Um, and then, you know, with our offensive stuff, our, you know, Chris Masano and, and, and Coach Bush and Coach Reed were able to put some things together and, and came up with a, a key call in the, in the second half uh, to Cam Carp uh, that got us a, a first down on fourth down. And then Isaac Johnson uh, made a great play on the, the final touchdown to, to get us up. Well, Coach, let's look ahead to this week. What's practice look like as you gear up for Petoskey? You know, it, it just, um, again, it, it just keeps getting better. Obviously, that comes with winning. Um, your kids are in a better attitude. Um, they're excited. The biggest thing that, you know, you got to watch out for is, you know, unfortunately last year we had an overtime win against Escanaba, and then we, uh, we lost the next uh, two games, one to Petoskey and then one to a team from Wisconsin. So, my biggest focus this week and, you know, basically reminding the kids each day is, you know, we can't have a letdown. Uh, we got to come up and, and be on top of our game for each opponent. And this week, it, it's just as important as others. And as you continue, I mean, every week's important and every game we have, it's, you just can't let down because all the teams are very good. Coach, tell me about Petoskey. What do they run on the offensive side of the ball? It's more, it's basically almost, Similar, you know, a lot of uh, wing T uh, type principles. So it's a lot of what we saw. I mean, it's, it's similar to what we saw with Traverse City St. Francis. So a lot more in the run game. They will throw the ball, and they have a, a real nice tight end. Uh, their fullback is, is a real good player as well. And there's just a lot of pulling uh, guards. There, there's some plays where I watch on film, they're pulling the guard tackle and the tight end. Um, so we just got to be very disciplined this week. And, you know, it's it's a little different than what we're used to uh, as far as, you know, with Escanaba, you're more spread out and whatnot. So we just got to be uh, very conscious with our reads, uh, especially, you know, our, our uh, linebackers. So we'll get that short up this week and uh, we'll come out. And if they give the same effort they have been the last several weeks, we'll be fine. Size-wise, what do they bring to the table? Um, you know, I don't think they're overly big. Uh, they have a nice, uh, a, like I said, a real nice tight end who, who's a big kid. Um, the fullback's a good-sized kid, but, you know, it's, it's not like they jump out uh, you know, off the film and you're looking at them like, oh, my gosh, they're, they're big. Um, they may be a little bit bigger than us, but uh, I always, you know, I look at it and there's a lot of these games where the other the opponent has been bigger but our team speed seems to be able to offset that. How about defensively? What kind of scheme do they run? You know, more of a, you know, four, you know, same as we've seen over the last several weeks. Uh, you know, things that we're, we're going to be used to. You know, the nice thing with the way they do, you know, their offense and whatnot, a little bit different when we come out and spread them out. So, you know, I'm, I'm not looking for anything different than what we've seen the last, few weeks uh, every team now has enough film on each other where they're going to make their adjustments and you just practice for you know we've been practicing with a you know four-man line uh work in some five-man line and, and just you know different coverages and i think if you cover all those bases and, and take care of yourself and what you do well you'll be fine well, Coach, you mentioned to me that your team wasn't discouraged despite the 0-2 start. Now your record's at 500. Where's the confidence level in the locker room now? 
again, I, like I say, they, this team is very even keel. Um, you know, going with the 0-2 start, now we, we had a heck of a game, uh, competitive game against Traverse City Central. So the confidence level, I think, from that game is where it, it began to grow because we, we were competitive with them and, you know, had the lead for most of the first half. So I think that that, that started the, uh, the confidence level and, and these next two weeks after that have just continued it. But again, I, I like our attitude of our kids and the fact that they just don't get too high, they don't get too low, and they just kind of stay even keel and you, you can't ask for any more than that. Coach, you mentioned being disciplined. You talked about how your team's speed will be an asset. Any other keys to the game against Petoskey Friday night? Well, you know, the, just like we hear week in and week out from all coaches, you just gotta you gotta win the turnover battle, and you got to you know basically take advantage of what they give you, and, and don't you know create mistakes. Uh, these teams, I don't care who they are, anytime you make mistakes, and you know depending you know, field position and whatnot, you know, that you're going to give them an opportunity to take advantage of it. So we got to secure the football and do our best to get some turnovers. And that special teams, I mean, special teams has been huge for us each and every week. Uh, Drew Weibel has been fantastic. Our cover teams have been uh, able to get some turnovers. So we just got to continue with more of the same of what we've been doing. Eric Mason is the head football coach in Marquette. His team takes on Petoskey this weekend. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Best of luck on Friday. We'll talk again soon. Thank you. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Nagani minor football with head coach Paul Jacobson. His team getting set to welcome Ishming for homecoming week. Well, Coach, I tell you what, going back to last week and putting a bow on that one, you held off a Manistique rally. Tell me about that battle and how it's prepped you for Week 5. You know, adversity, you know, it's huge. You know, you talk about all the time as a coach and as players, but until you actually face it and you're in the, uh, you're in the middle of adversity, do you really you really figure out what kind of team you have. And, um, you know, we, we, uh, we get down uh, early on, uh, 14 points uh, during, the, during that um, during that time you know we lose uh, one of our key leaders and we will healthy um adversity you know it's huge and our kids were able to come back and respond you know we still have some some uh, some senior leadership that we really relied on and jason waterman logan shoddy here and davin marshall and these guys uh you know were able to come through and and uh you know, just kind of 
just kind of rally, you know, not hang your heads, but rally the troops a little bit. And, you know, we had some great, um, you know, some great performances and response by, like, a new Lucas Nelson, Nash Hillier, um, you know, guys that, that, that we rely on heavily now. Um, so it was good. You know, we faced adversity. We were able to respond to adversity, adversity and, uh, and come out of there a winner. The way last week went, do you feel like it gives you a little momentum hitting the halfway point in the season? Yeah, I think it does. No question about it. Coming off of two wins against two, you know, two two tough opponents, uh, yeah, we feel good about ourselves. You know, especially being able to, uh, uh, you know, different kids are coming to the top. You know, you always uh, talk about juniors and their lack of experience this and that, but you know, we've had a really reliance on juniors in key positions to uh, to step to the forefront front for us, and uh, you know, both offensively and defensively. You know, you got like kids like a Nick Jacob, Eddie who. You know, all of a sudden now are 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 forced into a starting role. You know, and and uh, now you know they start off with some some big eyes and hey, it's varsity football. But all of a sudden they get into the game and, and realize that's when their their coaching kicks in and their uh, you know all their teaching um, you know they've gone through. All of a sudden it starts to um, come to come up for them and and they realize that that's that, that, that this is what they prepared for. So um, you know where there's where there's injuries, there's opportunities, and we've had a lot of that. And, and some kids have really come to the top and responded well. Well, Coach, if you can evaluate some of your position groups, what certain positions do you see taking advantage of those opportunities? Uh, especially in the uh, in backfield. You know, we have kids in uh, you know, receiver and, and uh, in running back positions now that, you know, weren't really projected early on or projected to do a whole lot. You know, they're in our linebacker core, too. Um, you know, we've had a lot of different people um, run through those positions, but uh, you know, Nash Hillier, Lucas Nelson, Nick Jacobetti, um, Matthew Skews, Jake Sakora, You know, these guys now are are, uh, are getting a lot of repetitions there because of uh, a need, and and they've really uh, assumed their roles and and responded well to it. Coach, how about this week of practice? What's it looked like? It's been good. You know, it's been good. I think uh, you know we got a good group of kids. Number one, you know, it's it's fun to be around. Um, they like being around each other and, and uh, like you know coming down and, and and working hard. So it's been a uh, been a pretty upbeat week. You know we get homecoming this week and uh, you know we can feel the uh, the added sense of energy in the air. It's been a it's been a good week. Yeah, tell me what homecoming week has looked like around Nagani High School. You know what? It's, it's a great part. Of, it's, it's great to be a part of. You know um, the energy level, uh, the amount of participation we have here in the school um, from our from our students is, is incredible. It really is. And, um, makes you proud to be a part of it. Um, you know, I'm so fortunate to be back at the high school to, to see it firsthand, to see the, the amount of enthusiasm we have and the support we have from, uh, from not just the, the students but the faculty alike. Um, it's been something special, and uh, like I said, I'm glad, happy to be a part of it. Oh, homecoming is fun for the students, what have you. There's a lot of activity stuff to keep them busy. There can be a lot of distractions with it when you're trying to get ready for a game Friday night. Do you feel like your team balanced fun and being responsible for Friday as well? I, I do, you know, and, and that's the biggest thing is that we've got to continue to um, remind our, our players, hey, this is, you know, it's a great week, it's a great time in your life, enjoy it, have fun, but in the back of your minds, you got to keep remembering that, you know, this 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 whole homecoming is about you and getting you getting a victory on Friday night. So, um, you know, keeping that fresh in our minds. Uh, you know, I've seen our kid guys get real involved in, in the homecoming week's activities. Um, but in the same extent, you know, you see the seriousness in their eyes when it when it comes to rolling up their sleeves and getting to work. Well, coach, you've got Ishpeming coming to town tonight. Big rivalry game. Tell me about this one. Yeah, I know they're uh, they're off to a good start too. You know, they uh, 
they took a step backwards last week against Westwood a little bit, but they're still a good ball club, you know. When you have Kirk and Swanson in the backfield, and I think you have a real strong lineup up front uh, with Morton and Copeland and uh, Kugler, you know, it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're, you know, they're a classic instrument team, and um, I think George is doing a good job with them there. What do they like to do scheme-wise on offense? No, scheme-wise, they haven't changed a lot. You know, they're going to direct snap to uh, to a running back and, um, you know, and, and, and read what you're doing defensively and, and, and take what you're doing defensively to their advantage. And um, they do it well, you know. Um, a, lot of, a lot of stuff uh, inside, outside, but they're going to come downhill. they got a good strong line, uh, and they want to run the ball more so than pass. Defensively, what do they like to do? You know, they're... Uh, they're they're multi-dimensional, you know. It's 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 uh, they can do uh, with their athletes a variety of different things. Uh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna make you try to get get outside and, and use their speed to run you down. So it's a it's a good scheme. How about the Ishbeming Nagani rivalry? Take me inside that. What it means to be a part of it? You no, know, it's it, it's something special. You know, I think tonight uh, just talking with uh, Mark Evans earlier, our, our uh, broadcaster. And, um, it's 146 game that we've we've seen between Ishbeming Nagani. Uh, and I think it's actually uh, tied at this time. You know, we, we, both teams got the same number of wins. Uh, it started back in 1895, so it, it's special to be a part of this. You know, we've, there's been some great matchups over the years. Um, I still think we're in the top ten for uh, t- attendance record at the Dome uh, between an Ishmael Nagana game. Where I think we were 7,000-plus fans. Um, a couple of years back, the playgrounds up in Ishmael, we had over 4,500 fans there. It, it's it's been a great rivalry over the years. Uh, you know, both both teams I think have a tremendous amount of respect for each other. It's it's always been a clean game. Um, but again, it's it's it, we're a part of something special. It's part of the history of, of high school football, and, and the rivalry between Ishpeming has been been fantastic. Well, coach, how about some keys to a win tonight against Ishpeming? <laughs> oh man, you know what we have to do is we have to be, we have to play discipline, uh, assigned football, both sides of the ball. Um, you know, like I said, we got some young, fresh guys in there. Um, they have to understand what their job is to do on both offense and defense and carry it out. Um, that's the biggest thing. You know, we can't go beyond that and try to do too much. We just have to do our 111s. And, um, you know, I think that'll be key to us. Coach, lastly, can you give me an update on the lower levels of your program down at the middle school? Yeah, you know, we, uh, we had a good scrimmage this week uh, against uh, Escanaba at the middle school level. Uh, thought that went real well, you know. Um, I love with watching those guys and, and how they develop and running our stuff down there. And uh, JV team got a got a nice win last night against us being up up in the playground. So it's been a good week of football so far here in Nagani. Paul Jacobson is the head football coach at Nagani. His team welcoming Ishpeming tonight for homecoming. I appreciate the time as always, Jake. Best of luck. We'll talk soon. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it.